All right, get your faces on. Salomon. No one spider on my way here. The yellow thing is crying and they're laughing at the same time. The Project You podcast with Nick Kelly, Nathan Jake and Grace. <laughs> Where's Ms. God? Where's Grace? We, she hasn't replied. We, like, keep asking her where she is, because basically she was going to do it, uh, as we in the industry call it, down the line uh, <laughs> from her workplace whilst on her lunch break, whilst we do the podcast from our fine studios here in Gosford, New South Wales. But she's missing. <laughs> but, well, you know, we'll truck on anyway. She, like, messages me, like, are we doing it? Like, two minutes before we were meant to start. And then pissed off. So we'll keep you in the loop. She might just like pop up at some point throughout the podcast. Who knows? Exactly. Let's get into it. So much new music to get through. We've been missing for like a week after our two week jaunt of being at the top of the charts. We did it. Yeah. (laughs) For for one. Twitter decides. First song of the podcast, we always decide with a Twitter poll. You can follow us at projectu.tv. So this week it was Tomston's Rocket Fuel versus Trevor Moran's new single. Get me through the night. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag GMTTN. Um, and Trevor actually came out on top. Even though the Thompson single's been out for a couple of weeks now, we had some time to get used to it. Trevor dropped this on Friday. I'm really into it. Favourite song so far from old Trev Dog. Well done on winning the whole thing. Bitch got these legs, now watch me walk. Invading me, I see what a song. So much sass. And like a really good chorus as well. Everybody, body, I know, like me, you wanna be free, baby. Show the love. I like tried to think about another song since Echo, which is, you know, so obviously still our podcast open. No song has ever been as good as Echo. No, exactly. It's impossible. There's some seriously cool production on this, and um, yeah, there's a nice bit at the end that kind of sounds like Daft Punk, um, like from their from their days of Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger, where there's like a vocoder and oh, it's sick! I love it. Oh, here we go. Is Hang that on. Grace Guard? I hear a phone call coming Is through. That Grace Guard calling. Is that a phone call coming through from one Ms. Grace? Are you there? Oh my God! Hey. Oh my God! W- Grace welcome. is here. <laughs> Did you start without me? Yeah, we've only been on for a couple of minutes. You know Trevor Moran won the poll, yeah? Great. Trevor Moran did what? He won the poll. Oh, congrats. What were we polling against? Uh, Actually, no, don't worry. Tomston. Just <laughs> saying the production on this is very, very good, Like, and especially towards the end. I kind of wish there was a bit more of this throughout the rest of the song, actually. That is so cool. It is. Really like that. Um, I kind of wish this song won though, because it was winning for a while. And then it stopped. Thompson, his new song Rocket Fuel. I couldn't get around it. Messed with my We're gonna have an Grace being quiet and but not too quiet in the background the whole time. Are you in like a food court? No, I'm in the back room at work. I'm putting a jumper on. Hang on, guys. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking, like, if I were to become a pop star, I reckon I would want this to be my debut single. I know I've said that mm-hmm. about five times mm-hmm. since we started doing this podcast. Yeah, that's something you said before. Yeah, yeah. second time. Yeah. So first time was me. Go with my speed. You pull that gun off my feet. You were the 
an awkward crush, which I think is very, very cute. Did I hear a toilet flush, Grace? Grace, are you in the toilet? Stop it! No, I just put my jumper on. I had to take my earphones out momentarily and put my jumper on. Okay. People are giving me weird looks. So they should. Um, so you're weird. Yes. <laughs> no, I think this song was my favourite when we saw Tomston live, which had me shooked. Well, I heard this actually. I got to do a really cool thing towards the end of last year where Sony put me in a room with him to listen to a couple of like mm-hmm. demos and stuff from the new album. And this was always going to be the kind of pop breakthrough for him. This was always going to be right. the big kind of crossover pop moments. And now that I've heard it come together and I know about the kind of influences behind it and what it's about, I'm just like so here for it. I want to lie and watch the hydrogen. So many science references as well. Yeah. I love being a nerd. Theme. Yeah. Topograph is out next Friday, which I feel has come around really yeah, quickly. That is soon. Uh, we've been sent a copy of it actually, we which have. is exciting to to know. Do you have any comments, Grace? Can you hear me? Yeah. I was gonna say that. Well, did you get my good comment about Nathan liking geography and it being called Topograph? Yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that landed the first time. Yeah, it really landed well. Um, <laughs> good. Um, it's weird not being able to see you. Oh, no, buddy. Um, we found a really cool song earlier this week. Well, actually, you did. You found the new AJR um, single. Now, these were the guys that had sure. that SpongeBob oh, song. Oh, the SpongeBob one. Yeah. yeah. Hi, buddy. The SpongeBob sampling folk. Yeah. And, like, then I listened to the EP that this is off. And it's really good. I haven't given the full EP a listen yet. It's all really interesting the way that they play around with sounds and the way they play around with melodies but and stuff. They're I'll just be really there good. Next time, I'll be there next time. I can't complain, no, I won't be mourning. Their beats and production are always just really good. Any song that references Elvis Duran, it's like the the when the Foo came out, the Swedish band, they wrote a song about Zane Lowe. Being played on Zane Lowe's show. Did they that really? Was, that was the chorus. Was about being on Zane Lowe. Oh my god. Yeah. You just love any reference to any radio people. Pretty much. Beats one. <laughs> Triple J. Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's like a really nice ballad on it as well. And like, I like that this song gets kind of orchestral towards the end and it's kind of beautiful. But I'll be there next time. I'll be there next time. One of AJR replied to my tweet about them as well, which Today. is kind of cute. Yeah. How lovely. Yeah. Very Not quite as lame. No, no offense. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want it to be lame though? No, I. Well, the other the other song was a bit of fun, but this one has you know. I don't know. It's good. I kind of like how they reference how bad their album sales were and all good fun things like that. Well, the last song of theirs, yeah, how did I. Their album go. Awfully, because no last, one knew where they were. The last album, I mean, the last song I posted of theirs on Project U was called. I think it was called I'm Not Famous. So that's the kind of yeah. thing they're going for. Well, and, and I like it. That's Very kind self-aware. of why I initially liked Mike Posner's I Took a Plane to Ibiza. Mm. So <laughs> I took a pill in Ibiza. Because it's super like self-aware and super self-referential. And then you see him doing an There's... acoustic set and you realise he's not at all you realize, self-aware. Oh, you're actually a wanker. Yeah. Is what you realise. There's you also that one, that um, Nico and Vin's one. That's, oh, that's yeah. where I That's how you know you messed up. up. That's how you know. Yeah, that one. Featuring yes, BB Rexa, who had no yes. 
known similar emotions. <laughs> um, a really and nice when song. when they throw their entire country under the bus, that's when you know that they really... Exactly. Oh, now we're back in Norway. Fuck. Now we know we've not done very well. BT Dubs, I had a chat with Astrid S on the phone the other night. What wow. a gem of a woman. She is delightful. Oh, I'm so happy with that. And she's another one that's super self-aware of what's going... Nice beeping. She's super aware oh, of what's going on. Two-minute two noodles. Could you just oh. sit down and do the podcast? It's like she's super aware of what's going on with her career and, like, super hands-on with it, and I very much respect that, especially for a young pop star. Um, this one came out uh, last week as well. Really love it. It's called Ali X. It's called That's So Us. <laughs> what I don't love is my ability to use words. Wait, is this Astrid or Ali X? Ali X. We think that politics is such a waste of time. We've been erect since 2009. I had to remove this song from my playlist just because of the we think politics is such a waste of time. <laughs> what a fucking luxury, you fucking white woman. I'd love that. But you still fucking amaze me. That's so us. I love it. It's, a very it's so good cute. Um, shout outs to Leland on the co-write as well. One of his great moments. Every um, song, every week, we've got a co-write. I know. Leland. It's ridiculous. But you know what I'm kind of enjoying is I was a little bit kind of negative about Ali X. Not negative, but I was a little bit questioning of of how much she could keep doing this kind of throw up a pop song here and there that doesn't suit the vibe of the last one but now that we have a few songs out and they're all completely different from one another I'm kind of alright with it like I've kind of found a bit of comfort I don't think they sound different at all really they're all like they're all weird she uses a British accent in the last one which is great like all the rage is amazing no she's not British she's Canadian actually oh that song has real Charlie XCX vibes yeah you're right <laughs> One of the drag queens was in the video as well. Oh, yeah, Violet Chachki. Violet Chachki. Oh, Violet Chachki. Beautiful. Who's, she has a good face. Who's Fifi, by the way? <laughs> Fifi oh, I've been O'Hara. reading some interesting articles about that. Yeah. She's a drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 2. She seems to be a bit pissed off about... She's a mess. Yeah. But is she right in saying what she's saying? Or... Uh, yes I didn't or no. even know a door left. I found out lots of things. Yeah, it was a bit of a mess. Thanks, thanks for sharing the article, Nathan. <laughs> He's too kind, isn't he? Just loves to share I stuff. I just love sharing things because I'm an influencer. <laughs> you wish you were an influencer. You're so not an influencer. Um, so I've lost my fucking page again. Hang on. How did you do this? Well, uh, I don't even have a page. Because so the girl who's on air keeps... Oh, no, hang on. It's going to change again in five seconds. Christ, hang on. Oh, everything's here. Good. Wow. <laughs> so the, the walking on airs <laughs> last episode. Fuck me. All right, here we go. Chart watch. Jesus Christ. Some weird stuff going on in the charts. What at the, the fuck is happening? So, like, I pull up the iTunes chart yesterday because I hadn't checked it in a couple of days, and all of a sudden I see in the top ten 
Uh, Forever Country. What is going on? Why is James Arthur number two? <laughs> How is... Yeah, literally, I haven't heard that song. I have not Bye. heard the James Arthur song that's at number two. I also haven't heard our number seven at the moment, Forever Country, by the popular artist, Artists of Then, Now and Forever. That was number two last night. Now, what is this? Is this, this? the album charts? No, it's, this is the singles, my friends. The singles. It's from, like, country music channels. Um... Like, it's their TV ad. And so they've just gotten every single country artist from all time and put them on the one song. Uh, Is Taylor Swift on it? Probably not. Is Kenny Chesney on it? They probably didn't get paid, so she refused. What about Adam Harvey in Shackdown Sessions? Look, I'm going to say this is American. Oh, dear. Life is old. Who is that? How is this charting in this country? Like, I get that it can chart in the US, sure. No issue with that. I think it's because it's got Keith Urban in it. (laughs) Fuck me. Oh, Keith Urban. What a man. But we saw Kenny Chesney chart top 10 here. We saw, like, it's just getting a bit weird. Forever Country is number two in the US. The day I heard Carrie. Sorry, did you just say who's Keith Urban? No. No, I'm, I'm recording my podcast. You but you don't know who stop talking to randoms on the bloody room. Oh, it's so frustrating. Um, There's some weird shit going on in the charts, though. And, like, James Arthur, did he even sign a record contract? He, Last I heard, he was kicked out of his record contract. Because he went nuts. I'm sure there were, like, homophobic rants and stuff like that. Like, he's not a great guy. It was after there was a Twitter rant, but I think it was, like, an old Twitter rant that someone had surfaced from, like, seven years ago. No, which there, were, I always there was have an a issue series with. of scandals. Okay. It was, like, every other week <laughs> he was doing something mental. I'm just Googling James Arthur scandal. Homophobic <laughs> slurs, sex shame, and poor single sales. From the mirror. <laughs> the title of my autobiography. <laughs> Oh my god! So it gets. We, we are warned that no, it gets seriously, messy. Though, um, James Arthur's cover of "Impossible" that he released once he yeah. won the X Factor. I loved that. Yeah, I, well, I loved that so much. I was quite a fan of that. So what is "Say You Won't Let Go"? Just not, not a clue whatsoever. Ballad. Good start. This has been released through Sony Music Germany. So clearly. He's pissed off to Germany and signed a deal there because they don't know who he is. Why? In an ad, like, why is this happening? This feels like the kind of song that Channel 7 will play. So I don't know what's going on right now, Grace. No idea. Usually we're a good tastemaker market, but usually it's got to make it to a TV show or something before it gets in the top ten. Mm. Especially number two. Like, there's some strong stuff in there at the moment. Like, what's happening? Is someone going to die on Home and Away and they're pushing a promo? Like, what is this? It could be that. Maybe Raymar's going to die. Raymar's the man. Don't know what that reference is. He's Alf from Home and Away. Also, can we just talk about the amount of bloody movement I'm having to do to actually panel this podcast today? You're doing a lot. Well Grace, done. me and Nathan are standing right next to each other on the desk side. And so I'm like literally like flipping around. I'm having to use the mouse to de- turn down Spotify so that we can hear you. 
and then I'm still trying to panel as well and get openers and shit going. So that's fun. He's doing very well. well. You know what? If we'd waited till Tuesday, we wouldn't have had to do this. So yeah, but we didn't want to wait till Tuesday. Drag him. I like Sundays. Sundays are a nice day. Or if we did it yesterday. Oh no, it would have been the same issue. To be totally honest, I'm just. I just want to keep reading these James Arthur issues. Uh, impossible singer James became embroiled in yet another war of words with fellow former X Factor contestant Lucy after James used the word queer in a rap. <laughs> it was a diss rap about unknown rapper Mickey Worthless branding him as a fucking queer. James also used the words Ooh. scrubber, peasant, and motherfucker to insult the <laughs> up and coming musician. Wow! Uh, Some strong words there. People were able to get, um. We. <laughs> people are able to get. Um, people started getting refunds of the James Arthur album. Oh my iTunes god! iTunes were granting them on the grounds of <laughs> comments made by the artist which you didn't like. I love it. And Ooh. then he responded saying, "Is because you're a gay rights activist, you had to say something as extreme as people kill themselves every day over words like queer. Are you not being a bit over the top? My album sold ten times yours in its first week, so you can fuck off with your career shite. Stop reading the press, mate. Real people don't care." Heavy shit from old Mr. Arthur. But good on him. He's gone and signed a deal in Germany and written a boring ballad. I know. What a, genuinely, what a fucking knob. Um, Calvin Harris continues his onslaught about charts. Number 11, though. He's dropping out pretty quickly for what should have been a big follow-up to This Is What You Came For. Imagine if this had any other vocal. <laughs> Maybe just not John Newman. No, do you reckon? Because I reckon it's no, the song. Good, good. Vocal what? bad. Well, song I think good. the vo- no, good, I think the song bad. is bad because it's too trop. It's too Ole. You are the one thing <laughs> no, my it's, way. It's ole done right. Ole, Ole, Ole. That is the same sample, isn't it, from I Ole? Don't, I don't know, nor do I care really. Well, that's the thing. I just can't <laughs> stand continuing to hear this. Like it's getting a little bit exhausting. I just don't think his vocal on it's very good, and I think like any feature, like at all, would have been great. Number one. Who should have done this that isn't John Newman? Anyone? <laughs> Just anyone that is, anyone. Is, isn't John or Calvin? James Arthur. <laughs> What's this? Hello, it's me, everybody. I am eating Salomon. Zara Larson Update. Been a big week for Ms. Zara, who has noticed the existence of the Project U podcast, Zara Larson You're Update. Shaken to my core. Oh, it was wonderful to see her response. She said, are you for real? So, that, you know, <laughs> could have been a little bit more appreciative, Zara. That's okay. It's We're fine. keeping the people updated. They need to know. She also said that she literally loves me. So, well. well oh, all right. Yeah, so, so does everyone, though. It's just standard. What's been going on, Mr. Jake? Uh, well... She did the live lounge, BBC Radio 1. What she song did she get? She did eight, Beyonce, didn't she? She did Ain't My Fault, and she did uh, Too Good. Oh, that's right. The only rendition of that song that I've ever liked. That you'll ever put up with. <laughs> She's also, speaking of covers, done a cover of a magazine. Whoa. <laughs> 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 What'd she do? So she's on the cover of NME in the UK. And also... Katy Perry continues to stand her. So, so has she stand her in the past? I found a tweet today from 2014. Shit. <laughs> Saying what? Like, had she sent a cover or... She was like, listen to this song from this, like, upcoming girl. Oh, my God. And then I saw a tweet from, like, two days ago where someone had tweeted, you gotta watch out for this girl or something, and she responded, I've been watching since she was a fetus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, she still yes, is, but, you know. Stand. Um, It was interesting... Also, seeing that Ms. Hudson has begun to tweet a lot more. She's gone insane. 
Her Instagram stories nonstop. She's been in <laughs> Disneyland in like Hong Kong or something. Her little she dog is very cute. I'm a big fan of her little dog. Are we talking about Katy Perry or Zara Larson? Talking about Katy Perry, mate. And I'm just oh, like, well, this is a Zara Larson segment. What, what are we yeah, doing? but it's been hijacked by Miss Hudson. Uh, well, it's a segment okay. that's inclusive to all queens of pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for your Zara Larson update, Nathan. It's always very appreciated. Uh, let's get into brand new music from the weekend. It's not very good. But we listen to it anyway. True. Just poor and have no time. <laughs> Such a... B- Can you please stop having other conversations? You know, if we'd waited till Tuesday to do this, you wouldn't have to Go and sit in the corner of a room that no one is in. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, So this one came out on, when was it? It was like Tuesday. And it's just, you know, for a comeback single for a new era, he's chopped his head off. No, his head. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) I mean, hair. The cover's great. Bloody brilliant. Love it. The fact he's got the first ever f- featuring Daft Punk. Daft Punk have never done a feature before. Wow. Uh, well done to him. I like Daft Punk. I think they're great producers. But this is so bloody beige. Like, there's nothing new about this. Nothing exciting at all. It feels too early for him to have another album. Way too early. Yeah. I guess it's Do I another feature, happen. mate. Do a Wait, feature. Hang on. Sorry, I missed two. Are we talking about? Oh, fuck me. The, the weekend. weekend. Oh, okay. It's exhausting. <laughs> I'm a motherfucking star boy. There was there was word going around that um Cashmere Cat had co-produced this, but then that was quickly debunked, and we have no idea where those rumors came from. Turned out it was also produced by Circuit, who did um oh, okay. like Kesha stuff. Oh no, I I know. Yeah, from from Old Mates Camp. Yes, but um. <laughs> But Old he was right hand man. Yeah, but he was always really cool. I remember his um remix of I think it was wasn't till the world ends. I believe he has done one of those. Um, there was a Kesha remix he did ages ago that was fantastic as well. So, but again, like there's so many good people Circuit involved. Circuit produced one of the songs on the weekend's like very first EPs, which is one of the only things he'd done solo at the time. Yeah, right. So. Well, Harry. good on him to it. yeah get back together and do something. But pity it's a bit beige. I, I like the production though. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine for a movie trailer. Yeah, true. Like it just feels like it could be instrumental. It feels like to it came honest. out of the movie Nerve, which I saw this week. How was that? Can we have a quick review of that? <laughs> uh, it was shot like Hannah Lux Davis music video. Neon <laughs> lights everywhere. Neon signs for no reason everywhere. Um. <laughs> can we speak um, on the Hannah Lux Davis note? Can we speak about TK's video for? Um, Brilliant. The song. Carry on. Yeah, for Carry On. So Hannah Locks Davis. But like potentially better. And just to finish on Nerve, the soundtrack was insane. I heard Melanie Martinez Soap, a Halsey remix. Shit. It was like someone put those two in a playlist and started like Spotify radio. <laughs> I watched um, White Chicks yesterday. I'd never watched oh. it before. Yeah. I've you never know, watched it either. Well, it truly, you know, it transcends kind of issues of gender, of race. <laughs> Um, of trans issues, you know, everything is explored in in the text. Um, is it explored well, or is it uh, problematically? I don't to, even say the, wanna... to say the least. Yeah, but, I, I think it... But the fucking soundtrack, I... like um, Vanessa Carlton's "A Thousand Miles," is like a core moment of the movie that pops up at multiple times. Amazing. There's yeah, like, that's the only thing I know about that movie. No doubt, Hella Good is in it. Um, it's amazing. Also, I used, I thought that ter- the the popular actor Terry Crews was Jamie Fox, and now I feel like a racist for doing so. But I just, th- I just thought I'd seen him in something and that it was Jamie Foxx, but it was well, Terry Crews. 
I saw Bridget Jones's baby the other day. I loved it. Hashtag one day is till like lightning. <laughs> New Havana Brown teaming up with another credible artist, Darwin. Who, who wrote this? I know there was Kesha. Dessert. Oh, what the fuck Ke- are you doing? Kesha, Kesha wrote this and James Arthur, uh, sorry, John Sweet. Newman's brother, James Newman. A what? co-write between those two. Who and how it got to Havana Brown and Darwin's hands? Not a clue. Well, the last single was written by um, BB Rexa. Well, that's the thing, and she—that was a great song. That's fine. That one with BB, and you know she's had um, some co. She worked with Red One uh, on the the stealing of We Run the Night. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't work with Red One. Red no, one took the song. Red One stole the song. Bastard. Love you, Red One. It's just a bit boring. It's very fine, isn't it? And then the Why first. Is time doing this? I don't know. Question. Maybe she needs the coin. She needs to get her own album back. She's on tour at the moment. Oh, there you go. That's probably all she can do. But now I've seen on the on the run sheet uh, Gwen Stefani and Justin Timberlake. I didn't know this was a thing. Is this out? Yes. Ah. It's on the Troll oh, soundtrack. Ah, that. yep. Okay. Yep. I got you. So the Troll soundtrack. Oh, the came Trolls out. soundtrack. Yep. Yep, <laughs> yep. So the troll just confirming the troll soundtrack. <laughs> no, it's like, what the hell is this madness? There was a song by Gwen Stefani and Justin Timberlake called "What You Working With," and Jeez I was like, Christ. huh? <laughs> and then I listened to it, and it was like, uh, it sounds like DJ Mustard. <laughs> like what's going on here? Timbo's taking the piss. It's shiver me, strange. as I call him. Shiver me timbers. <laughs> kind of love it. I know, it's like really good. <laughs> kind of really into this, actually. And the rest of the soundtrack is madness. There's an interesting there's a moment. Ariana Grande song. There's lots of singing involving Anna Kendrick. <laughs> Um, there's a new version of Can't Stop the Feeling, which features Anna Kendrick, Gwen Stefani, and James Ooh, Corden. Can we have a look at that? No, I, I don't want to ever hear James Corden. nothing worse than that combination. <laughs> I think I just him James Gordon. James Gordon. That's all he deserves. James Gordon. <laughs> Someone <laughs> revoke his driver's license. <laughs> oh my God, imagine if that happened. Just get on a bike and do bloody... Bike bike they would pool. do it. They would do it. In There's a no scene. stopping him. Or he'd do. Pa- he'd be the passenger. Yeah. And the, dro- <laughs> the the artist would have to drive. You know what's been better than carpool karaoke has been celebrity celebrity Lyft. Um, where Lyft, the competing app to Uber, um, has got people like DJ Khaled, Selena Gomez to drive. Oh, sorry, Demi, not Selena, to like drive lifts around with sunglasses the on. Demi one and then was they re- so good. They were amazing. The Khaled one was incredible. Demi like, dragged herself like six times. Yes, she was so good in it. Someone's just yelling can't stop in the background, which is a bit weird. Um, so that is a bunch of songs by us. Whose camp is that? <laughs> I was going to wrap the segment that I was like, no, oh my no segment name. Goodness. <laughs> We're playing Alrighty. who's... You're going to have to turn around so, a little bit so I can't see the sheet. Oh, my God. To play whose cap is that? So basically, so. <laughs> these are captions from the Daily Mail, and we've got to try and guess who wrote who, who they're about. And there's going to be, like, blanks and stuff involved. So... Let's play it. Should be really fun. <laughs> oh, sorry. Whoa. <laughs> um, okay, so who wants to go first? 
I don't even care. I'll go. Yeah, okay, you go. Okay, Grace will go. Good. Is this... What was that? Was that you speaking? No, it's someone in the background speaking. <laughs> I'm just going to be right in the levels. All right, let's do it. Is this Jessie J or Hilary Duff? Okay, yep. Leggy blonde. The 28-year-old put her slender stems on display in a sheer red <laughs> mini dress. Slender stems. Oh, I'm <laughs> thinking of who has the slenderest stems. Um, I'll probably go with Hilary Duff. Uh, you are right. Thank you. So that's one nil. After one. <laughs> All right, Nick. Is this Mariah Carey or Kylie Minogue? Eye-popping. The dress wasn't quite as bridal as the one she'll sport on the big day, however, as it has proved to be sheer under the light, revealing she'd stepped out with no underwear on. I think you've just put yourself... Oh, my God, in, me. You've put yourself in the shit there, Nathan. In, in because way. Kylie isn't getting married. But Mariah... Yes, she is. Oh, is she? Oh, no, fuck. she is. She just got engaged. They both are getting engaged. Oh, I was going to say, well both done, engaged. This out. Oh, shit. You think I don't put thought into this? Both of these women are engaged, <laughs> according to celebrityengagements.com. <laughs> Not the website. <laughs> I was going to say, what is that? I'm going to go with Mariah Carey. You're right. Yay! There's a full of incredible captions. All Mariah Carey... Things are amazing. One all. You're going down, guard dog. Okay, Grace. Is this Megan Trainer? Guard dog, all right. Megan Trainer or Katy Perry? Romantic. Yep. She got emotional at Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> I only heard something emotional, Beauty and the Beast. That's it. was just romantic. That's all you're getting. Romantic. She got emotional at Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. So I didn't miss that much. Um... Oh, bloody Megan Trainer. I'm sure she got emotional. It was Catherine. <laughs> Ms. Hudson strikes again. <laughs> All right, Nick. Was this Nick Jonas or Ollie Murs? An ally to the LGBT community. The singer also discussed my passion to be there for a community that's been there for me from an early age. <laughs> who were the two again? It's Nick Jonas and who? Ollie Murs and Nick Jonas. Christ, that's actually a hard one. From an early age. Well... Ollie Murs was only around since he turned 45, so... Because Ollie Murs is now what? 52. <laughs> you say he was born at 45? Yes. <laughs> no, but no one no one was there for He's him. He doesn't have a gay friend. No one was there for him at the start of his life. No one liked him because he's a flog. So... Don't be so mean. I'm going to go with Mr. Jonas. That's correct. Boom! Oh, this is a great one. Grace. Is this Ricky yes. Lee? Ricky Lee or Jessica Mowboy? <laughs> Hands up Ooh, if you're excited okay. about the weekend. <laughs> Redacted has posted a flashback snap of herself showcasing her sensational curves to celebrate the weekend. Daily Mail Australia is amazing! Um, I am going to go with... No, I don't know because they're both like... Beautiful women. Beautiful women who love the weekends. <laughs> who love the weekends. Loving the weekends. Oh, no. I'm, you know what? Based on the song Pop a Bottle, quoting the lyrics, I don't want to wake until the weekend comes, I'm going to go with Jessica Malboy. It was Ricky Lee. Ah, does that mean that I win? Ah. Uh, All yes. logic is defined. Yay. Now, I need you to know that the Daily Mail Australia turned... Random Instagram pictures from Ricky Lee into a huge article. Not even recent ones. Did they describe absolutely everything she was wearing? I think they did. 
except that was... It was just all like bikini photos, so there was little to be discussing. Burkini photos? <laughs> oh, don't you... Uh, me? <laughs> I am not careful. an uh person. Uh, let's check out a shookening song for you right now. This is new KLP. It's called Ember. Uh, off an EP that's coming out on October 14. Wow. I needed to give me something. Lately I'm feeling nothing. It could be so simple. What a great little vocal sound. Every vocal in this song is her. Don't let it go. Why are you saying that song's groundbreaking? Because it's cool. Like, there's so many different vocal samples in it. It actually sounds like there's about five people singing at various points. Like, this harmony bit that's coming up towards the ember part. She's worked with some amazing people on this EP. This one's produced by M Phases, or produced oh, with M Phases. Of course it is. Which is always a good idea. Get big old fizzle involved in your sound. They wrote it in Bali. There's been some great songs come out of this universal Bali trip that, that happens every that now Bali and then. I was in Bali at the same time. Good story, um, mate. Yeah, Nicole, I wasn't writing songs though. Nicole Miller did it this year and had a really good time. I'm um, sure she did. Yeah. Kesha was there one MTV brand new. Kesha went there one year. Yeah. Is it always in Bali? Yeah. Bali Invitational, I think it's called. Don't burn this out till we're nothing but Ember. Um, yeah, so make sure you go and grab that EP because I've had a listen to it and it's full of some really, really great songs. And of course, you can catch KLP on Triple J's House Party every Saturday from 6 o'clock. A nice little um, sell from me there. This is new Jess Kent. Um, this is very unexpected. In what way? Just a different sound than I, I was thinking would happen, although I didn't really... I mean, after one song and the, the craziness that happened from there, I suppose you'd usually expect the kind of expectation to be that she'd go in the very same direction. But it's a nice little evolution towards something a little bit more jungly. What are your thoughts on it as a quality perspective? It's, it's average. Like, I don't, I don't love it. I love that off bit. I don't. I don't really have any major issues with it. Like, I don't hate it. There's definitely been songs of a similar vibe, similar yeah. vein. Wait, has she? But I'm very she into it. Played it at a live show. No, not any that you've oh, seen anyway. Um, yeah, so that's this is brand new. Her EP is called My Name Is Jess Kent, which I think is a really great EP name. Wow, I'm shaking for Bridget Mendler and her debut album Hello, My Name Is Ellipsis. Me, I was, am. Um, Mariah's one yeah. about the elusive Me, shanty. I am Mariah. Me, the I am Jess shanty. Kent. <laughs> the elusive trop <laughs> popper. <laughs> um, yeah, but good to have Jesse um, with a new song out because Jessie. it's been a while since Get Down popped out. We have New Year's and Years. Which wow. Is a great time. Shooken. I love it. From your favourite movie, Bridget Jones's Baby. It took me a minute, but I love it. Oh, I loved that movie. This was in the credits of that film, straight after Still Fallen For You by Ellie Goulding. <laughs> yeah, let's like, halfway through that.
I always find it weird that they relegate the like official song of the movie to the credits. Usually you'd make it happen at the most important part of the movie. Ellie was Ellie plays in the uh, end of the movie also. Oh, like she performs? No. <laughs> no. Ed Sheeran performs in the movie. I thought though. someone was in it. Yeah. It, it plays as um, Bridget Jones is walking to the. Her name's not Bridget Jones. With her baby in her hand, and her face looks like her cheeks are exploding. It's a bizarre scene. It's the kind of dance I like to do when I hear it. The chorus, his vocal, those layers. It's the same it's King. thing as King. Yeah. And I love it. That's why I'm so into it. It's so good. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw a curveball. I want to play this song by Confidence Man that officially came out on Friday after being uploaded to Triple J on Earth. I've never heard a more genius commentary on having a boring boyfriend. Go through the first verse. Here we go. I didn't quite get it when I first heard it, but these guys were a really buzzy act. It's big sound, so I wanted to like try it again. My boyfriend wants to talk. My boyfriend talks too much. Too much about our love. Our love is not enough. My boyfriend wants to talk. No, I really think that we've got to go over a couple of things. Today. My boyfriend talks too much. No, I'm just, are, you listening? are you listening to me? Too much about our love. No, no, I just love you so much. Our love is not enough. What do you mean? He's just a repeat of what I had before. He's just a repeat. It's a simple fact. It sounds like a pretty accurate description of all boyfriends. Uh-huh. I thought it was cute. I think it's a nice song. Nathan's had a, a certain face on for the entire song. I think it's really cool. I actually reckon it could go pretty well. Oh, no, it could not. It's an awful song. I'm no, not it's, lie. oh, you're all fucked. I think it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, here's new JoJo. God, she's pumping out the hits lately, isn't she? She's pumping out There's the another hits. JoJo song? Yeah, that's why I just said we're playing a new JoJo song. <laughs> Sweetie, I don't want your cookies. That's as, as offensive as that person who said they didn't like bacon. That's the first lyric. Sweetie, I don't want your cookies. You should bring a light jacket. Really good. Like you I think. should bring our life jacket. That's a good one. When they eating all the food off your plate and they don't do dishes. Jojo's just tried so many times to come back now, and I just No, but this is happening. This is happening. This is the album. You can go jump on a bandwagon You, your money and your lame ass friends Go ahead and jump on a bandwagon With you fake ass bitches I love that in 12 years of releasing records She didn't really change her artwork <laughs> She just put more white space around it It is very similar <laughs> um, We need to throw something into a, a really bad place In the trash 
A really bad place. <laughs> the, t the trash. <laughs> it's not a good place to be. I was on New Music Friday Sweden, I believe, on Friday. And I came across something I just knew would be awful from the moment I read the title. I knew what it would be. I thought, oh no, this is another Deep House cover. Some people named Campsite Dream have covered No Diggity in a Deep House format. This production has become so generic, it could literally be applied to any melody and Anything. work. Why apply it to No Diggity? Make a new melody. They appear to be a cover band. They've done a cover. Oh my god, they've done a fucking cover of Save Tonight. Save Tonight. This is absolutely going to be huge on Australian radio. You know these radio stations who love hits and old school would love to just combine them. <laughs> I can seriously hear this on the people of A. Like, I, I think, think the production is a awesome. major Australian hit. Yeah, it probably will be because the production's fantastic. I agree. <laughs> like the production is brilliant, but make a new bloody melody, kids. Kids these days with their like the drop is good, but I wish it just had anything over it. Better. I love but this song has already made a comeback with a cover because there was that awful Ed Sheeran passenger version. I thought that, that was Chet Faker. No, it wasn't Chet Faker. No. Someone definitely added me the other day with a Chet Faker version. Oh, he might have. Oh, no, no, no. He did. Yeah, he used to play it live. Yeah. He used to play that live. Um, I mean, No Diggity is a pretty popular song to cover, but there was an Ed Sheeran passenger one that... They performed and for the Pitch Perfect. That well, they performed like my it worst for the, nightmare. They performed it for the Fifi and Jules show, and oh. then it actually got released yeah. officially after that because it was so good. I quite liked that. I thought it was amazing. Didn't really like Passenger's contribution to the work, but um, all right, let's get to something more exciting. Sean Mendes has put an album out. Mendy, Mendy's <laughs> big bloody Mendy's. Very happy um, for him. Yeah, you know, I had I was really looking forward to this album. And it's kind of a little bit of a letdown. Um, it's really... I don't want to say boring, but I will say lacking in energy. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, and I mean, especially because Treat You Better had so much energy. It was packed with energy. Like, Treat You Better was so big and Mercy was, like, really big too. Yeah. And... Oh. Those songs and this song, No Promises, are the only ones they seem to have produced to be a single. Yeah. Everything else feels unfinished. Like, I'm assuming this will be the third single. Baby, please, no promises. Because I can't really hear anything else that could work. How about Understand? Understand, my God. What a song. It's... Five minutes and one second. Jesus. Speed it up. Um, cut, cut a bar of the intro, will you? So it's like a, like a piano song, like Michael Bublé. asking all these questions for nothing? Smooth, 95.3. Like jazz man with a piano in like a cafe or something. But then at three minutes... 
and like five yeah, seconds in. He does growing up. an incredible spoken yeah. word. Words flip. It's just different, and you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta go with it. And that's just simply growing up and not see it in a negative way. If to yeah. see it as it's been given it's to you, I mean, as much as time's gonna be crazy, you're gonna feel like that's where you're supposed to be. You're not gonna feel out of place anymore. Is this his coming out? You're gonna feel like that's where you were meant <laughs> to be. He's being inspirational. He's coming out. Yeah. Be inspirational in a less public place. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that, aren't I? Yeah. Stan's gonna come for me. It's gonna be Jacob Whitesides all over again. I love Jacob White. I love fans. him too. But they're, they're the most lovely stands I've literally ever come across. Are you joking? They are all absolutely awful. <laughs> all right, let's do tweets of the week. Oh, this my is some incredible stuff, right? My favorite tweet, I think, of all time, is from Rihanna. Thank you, at Julia Gillard. <laughs> <laughs> Proud to stand for education with you, at GP for education, at Global Citizen, at Clara Leone FDN. Let's get to work. Let's get to work. Yes. Educate the children. It should have been let's get to work, 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 work. If that fit, tie it in. That was amazing. It was a, great, it was the, accompanied by a fantastic photo. The picture of Rihanna and Julia Gillard is incredible. For those international listeners, Julia Gillard was an Australian Prime Minister, our first female Prime Minister. Beautiful woman, did some incredible things, incredibly daggy. Like, really had an extreme impact in her time as education minister and uh, prime minister, like on my education. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now she did some big things and so she was great. ousted because she's a woman, basically. Yeah. <laughs> this country isn't ready for that. It's full of fucking flogs. You the one. What is I spent four great and a half song. hours in a jacuzzi yesterday and um, we had a noughties playlist playing with a bit of 2010s in it and this was the highlight of that three and a half hours where we couldn't be bothered getting up and changing the song great song produced by a great man who he who must not be named oh really (laughs) oh fuck me why is every good song produced by him hey i want to end on something very special actually it's been a good podcast interrupted by grace's workmates (laughs) at various points but you know we push through apologies we push through (laughs) with that this is a guy named kevin abstract who i came across the other day um, he comes kind of from a background of people like Tyler, the creator, people we generally wouldn't talk about, Earl Sweatshirt, that kind of world. This song's produced by Frank Ocean, Vince Staples, and one of the guys who's really instrumental in the sound of Earl Sweatshirt. They all sound like people that I know, but like I'm generally not interested in. Yeah. Oh, I'm strong, my best yeah. While you're running through the banners. The video for this is heartbreaking. I don't understand this. You should find your way. I hate my yearbook photo. I hate my passport. I hate my last name. I hate everything it stands for. I should probably fucking transfer. Blue and brown dance. He got ups from uh, Troy the other day as well. I never went to prom. Now I'm stuck on the dance floor. Just holding you. Just holding your hand. Front door on my twist. I got your emotions. I think about you all the time. Avoiding for you all my life. I need you right here by my side. Blowing off my mama. 
kid's like 18. That's a really good chorus. Yeah. He's like 18. He's like really into the production side of things as well. Um, he's really good on Twitter. She's always. That's very, always great. Yeah. I just kind of got instantly swept up in this. All queer people on my timeline, like last week, I swear, has posted this song. Yeah, it really, and the video really just kind of drives it home a little bit more. Yeah, kid's got a big future ahead of <laughs> Kid's got a big future. <laughs> you got a big future, kid. <laughs> You're going to go good. The Project You podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, etc. Um, and just Please listen. Give us dem reviews. I yeah. love them. That boy coming through with them reviews. (laughs) You know what we should have talked about? The amazing video of Britney Spears' kids scaring her. Oh, and you know what I was going to do as well? Is I was going to put the Wendy Williams wiggless grab (laughs) on our button bar. (laughs) Yes. We can edit that in later, don't worry. Wiggless. I am wiggless. Well, I got a little something. But I am wiggless. I am wiggless. Hang on, I'm going to get it up. (laughs) Oh, it's so good. I am wiggless. Hang on, here we go. Wiggless. Wigless, well, this is a little something, but but I am wigless. But but I am wigless. She's the most absurd person <laughs> on American television. Do we work and out I the context her. of the wigless comment? Oh, I have no idea. Because she's not actually wigless. She has hair, and I didn't know she had a wig or a, a weave, as many say. Um, <laughs> but then Trevor Moran retweeted me because I like quoted that and I said at Trevor Moran's new single drops Friday, and then. Had the wigless comment in it. Anyway, it's good, 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 some good stuff. Just some good, good, cl- good clean meme fun. Um, you can go check out our simultaneous podcast, Good Clean Meme Fun, that we're not going to do an episode of today. Um, <laughs> how much longer have you got? Um, I would like to get some proper food. So All right, not so, too much. So no, no time. I've got like twelve minutes. All right. Let's do a 10 minute. Go check out our simultaneous podcast, Good Clean Meme Fun. Good Clean Meme Fun. Uh, until then, catch you soon. You can Goodbye, catch everyone. all the tunes at projectu.tv. That is a website, not a Twitter at. Have a lovely one. <laughs> Bye. All right, let's never do it that way again.